0: So, Murray, this is the time where you jump in and intro. Welcome to the Peroncast. Very good. We're supposed to riff right now.
1: Oh, I, 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 really I, 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 I thought this was some kind of like <laughs> ch- chat up music you were using <laughs> to get me in the mood.
0: Um, this is how I... Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so it's official. Here we are, Murray, Murray Patterson of Murray Drinks. What's going yeah. on, man? Uh, I've just
1: taken down a massive pulled ribeye sandwich. I think with <laughs> cheese, so perfect, yeah. perfect, <laughs> with, perfect opening. Andre, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what's that's what's struggling to go down. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. What is Murray? Murray is um, is my my brainchild. It's. Uh, we we make non-alcoholic fermented blends in Copenhagen. We've been going about two and a half years, and we're just launching over here right now.
0: It's been an amazing launch. I, I, I'm I blown away by the response. What is what is the challenge with no ABV? Give, give people, I think this is a nascent, yeah. it's very early. What What's the challenge? I think there's a couple of things. I I think one
1: is... Traditionally, uh, the non-alcohol category has been dominated by alcoholized products, and dealkalization is is harmful to flavor. So, you're you're taking a product and you're and you're making it into a v- worse version of itself. So, I think that's one. And then and the other is just that you know it's kind of a. I think to, if you put your kind of consumer hat on, it's it's a slightly less than product. It's because it is that slightly that slightly worsened version of itself you feel like maybe you're having something slightly fake potentially i think that's and i I think you know the, the the category's been been driven by by products that focus on being no abv rather than focusing on you know the quality of the flavor and the quality of the product itself
0: i think that's dead on One thing that I've noticed is that you go into even some of the greater restaurants or bars and oftentimes the no ABV category or the no alcohol cocktails are a little like sweet. They're juice with herbs. It's O'Dules is the other option. It's it feels like this is the perfect moment for something real yeah in that category that has craft that has flavor that addresses some of the people that maybe don't feel like drinking that night or want to try something else yeah i mean that's exactly right i mean in in copenhagen if you
1: you look at noma for example 50 percent of the people go who go there have the have the non-alc the non-alc juice pairing menu and they put an unbelievable amount of time and effort into developing that because you know you, you go there and, and and those customers deserve exactly the same special experiences as the guys having the uh, having the wine pairing right so i think people are finally waking up to the fact that this is a this is a customer segment that is here to stay there is demand for that and you need to actually put some effort into it beyond you know, adding adding you know putting a few juices on with with some with some mint inside you know you need you need you actually need to put some effort into getting something seriously delicious for your customers because uh it, they're not going away this is this is a the sober movement is well certainly the mindful the mindful drinking movement is here to stay
0: no doubt and what what's the team like at murray and i'd, I'd love to just hear who's involved how this like really came about, like where you had the that moment, the flux capacitor moment of yeah. Murray, and then I'd love to go through the products really quickly to just kind of get a feel, so people maybe when they encounter them, they might have an idea from in your words what they are.
1: Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I I was a uh, distiller at uh, a distillery called Empirical Spirits in Copenhagen. And that was, it was this kind of crazy place that was set up by two two guys from Noma. One guy, Lars Williams, he was the head of the Noma Test Kitchen. It's in Inception, and they, I mean, very similar to Noma, they they base their products on on kind of layered fermentation. So, any one of those uh, spirits would have like a koji fermentation, a kombucha fermentation, a, a uh, pale barley fermentation. And they kind of layer up these these different um, fermentation types to create complexity uh, in, in the drink. Lars also said to me that he always. Uh, he viewed the composition of a drink much like the composition of a dish so you, you think about salt content and you think about adding acidity at the end to, to kind of lighten the finish and things so i mean i i, I would, that's kind of how i was taught to to view the development of drinks and it was something that was kind of key to uh developing the philosophy of murray so i i was actually thinking well <clears throat> whilst um empirical was a, a distillery i i thought you know why? Why can't we do something interesting with fruit ferments and cross uh, co-ferments? I think is the the accurate term for the for the products. You know, layering up different types of uh, fermented uh, wines, basically. And then uh, I think I think I was kind of influenced by having worked in the cider industry before, which was a very a very traditional sector um, where not much experimentation was was taking place. And I just really wanted a, a kind of. A place where you could go and innovate, a market you could go and innovate in, and the non alk category is very much that kind of space. There's no real rules in the non alk sector yet because it's so nascent. So, um, I was figuring out how we could we could do something interesting with 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 uh, with varied fruit ferments in the non alk space. So, uh, that was kind of the birth the birthplace of that idea. I then met a guy called uh, Joachim Gulidis, who was at the Noma Fermentation Lab. He has uh, encyclopedic knowledge of, of uh fermentation types. And uh, and together we we developed we developed the drinks. So that was uh, almost three years ago now that started.
0: Wow. And you have an in-house witch and oh, God. Uh, fermentation. <laughs> Who are the other people on the team? Yeah, so there's uh Diego
1: is from the Bass Culinary uh Center in San Sebastian, UK uh, it was former head brewer at Empirical. And then as you just referenced, Paulina the witch, an actual witch, a good witch, not a bad witch. She works, yes, not not the evil variety. She is our forager and goes into the woods around Copenhagen to uh, get all our botanicals and
0: herbs and things. So you have three bottlings that we just launched in the US. Uh-huh. If we were in front of somebody and you had to do this in the New York Minute, to describe all three of these like on, on the on the speedy side how would you do it uh passing clouds is a blend of gooseberry wine and
1: quince water kefir with some sourdough kvass uh yumile is a super fun one it's like a carbonic uh maceration of raspberries and salted and smoked rhubarb in a mead and Nula is a blackcurrant piquette piquet with a whole load of other things going on like some oak kombucha and uh Thick leaf kvass going on in there. And then, uh, as you know, they're pretty hard to describe (laughs) succinctly. I think that was a bit of an unfair question. It is, it is a very unfair
0: question. What is the, if you could go through kvass and kefir, because I think we're talking about something that's kind of counterintuitive, right? You're using fermentation to create flavors Uh for a non, it creates alcohol for a no ABD product. Yeah. So maybe just walking through some of the basics of the fermentation techniques that you use yeah i mean we use a uh we you, know, if you if you look at our drinks
1: actually you could simplify them into kind of two main components one highly acidic component where we usually use a wine yeast called piquia cluvery to inoculate a sour fruit like gooseberry so we make a gooseberry wine from from that and then a water kefir to provide some kind of body and, and some sweetness. Water kefir is 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 uh, a very similar fermentation to kombucha, and then it's a, a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. But kefir produces lactic acid as opposed to uh, kombucha producing acetic acid. You get a much creamier flavor. Um then we also use kvass. Kvass is almost kind of like a bread beer, but instead of boiling boiling the the mash to extract sugar. We just put it in hot water and let it cool down. So there's less sugar extraction. We inoculate that with a sourdough starter. So that's, um, so that's, it doesn't really produce much alcohol either. And then we use some dilution as well. So we use teas and uh, other fruit juices to, to kind of, uh, sometimes dilute the, uh,
0: dilute the alcohol down to, to, to less than 0.5. So where do you go from here? You've just launched, you've been around for two and a half years. You started in a pandemic. Yeah. What, what's next for Murray? I mean,
1: obviously, we see we really want to we really want to do the U.S. justice. But I mean, I think in the long term, I really want us to kind of, I mean, not destroy the non out category. But I, I, I don't want the non-al. I, I don't want us to be a kind of non-alcoholic drink company in future. I, I want us to I want people to view us as a delicious drink rather than an alcoholic drink. And, and actually that goes for the whole industry. I, I mean, I, I hope actually in future there's not kind of non-alcoholic drinks. Drinks are rather categorized by their deliciousness rather than whether whether they have a high or low ABV.
0: Well, I, I think that's very inspiring. And seeing the reaction over the last couple of days, it's going really well. And I feel very proud at De Maison East and at De Maison in general to be representing Murray nationally. So thank you very much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, you guys, you
1: guys are the pros. We're, we're the ones proud to be over here. And it's, um, it's amazing that you're repping us over here. So thank
0: you. Thanks a lot, man. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Peron cast. I'm your host, Ryan Looper. Today's episode was produced by yours. Truly theme music by the Julian Tamers. Special thanks to today's guests. The teams at Demaison East and Demaison Selections, and all of the growers in the Demaison portfolio. Remember, if you turn the bottle around, you find the Perone. It's Demaison. And if you have a Perone at a party, you should really share that thing. Quit hogging it, okay? Pass the Perone. If you like the podcast, you want to find it on one of the platforms, just search the Peron Cast. Hit follow. We got lots more to come. We're also on the Instagram at the Peron Cast. Look forward to sharing some more with you soon. Thanks.